Mike, when you were kids, did you and your brothers ever like do things to each other out of spite? I mean, we are brothers. <laughs> so it's still going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, actually, probably. Yes. <laughs> you don't know this, but one of them's super mad at you and passively aggressively doing things behind your back. Kids can be the worst, but today shows that um, adults can be just as spiteful. And this article really does show it. <laughs> it's it's amazing. Up today, we're talking about spite houses, which is quite the phenomenon. These are buildings that are built or modified to irritate or annoy neighbors or other individuals with a stake in the property or adjacent land. They're often built to obscure views, block daylight, remove access to adjoining property or streets, or just to be a jerk. If you're a little mad at your neighbors, you may consider a spite fence or wall which operates in the same manner as a spite house, but is obviously smaller and cheaper to pull off. That's how you get started in this, Mm -hmm. I think. You build a spite fence, and then when that doesn't work, you build a whole spite house. Mm -hmm. Here in the U.S., homeowners, I didn't know this, we actually have no rights to views, light, or air. Oh, wow. (laughs) That last one I have a lot of questions about. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So if I want to build a house and block your view of the river or a a beautiful mountain range, it's actually within my rights to do so. You really don't have too many tools to stop me. However, modern building codes do often prevent such moves. And of course, landowners can always sue over such issues. So we get to some examples. Yes. But why don't you tell our listeners about another show that they can hear on Relay FM before we do? This is not a spite thing. This is not done out of spite. <laughs> spite promotion. <laughs> spite promotions. Oh, let me tell you about a show you might enjoy. Oh, God, uh. focused. Uh. <laughs> uh, we have so many distractions. It's hard to stay focused during work, doing your hobbies, or even just watching TV. I was watching the Succession finale last night, and I realized I was like also looking at Twitter. Like, what am I doing? Focus is a show by our friends David and Mike that can show you how to get focused. Some really great previous episodes about roles and goals, uh, ADHD and cognitive science, productivity, creativity, and so much more. Go to relay.fm slash focused or search for focused wherever you get your podcast to find it. Or don't, whatever. 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 What were we talking about? Spite houses. (laughs) Got it. Let's start in 1716 when Thomas Wood built a house now known as the Old Spite House in Marblehead, Massachusetts. It is just 10 feet wide and is believed (laughs) that it was built to block the view of the other houses on the street out of protest of what Wood viewed to be an unfairly small piece of his father's estate. We should just say family angst is a real theme in this episode. Mm -hmm. People didn't feel like they got enough, so they built small houses. That's That's right. In 1806, Thomas McCobb returned home from sea. I don't know what he was doing at sea. This is what the internet said. And he learned then and only then, no one texted him, that his stepbrother had inherited the family home, despite Thomas being the heir to his father's estate and shipbuilding business. So to stick it to his brother, he built a house directly across the street to keep the quarrel alive. A few years later, in Maryland, Dr. John Tyler blocked the expansion of a public road through his land by having a foundation poured overnight, blocking the work. 
He claimed to be building a house on the spot, so the government had to reroute the road. The house still stands where the road would have been, and the pavement ends just feet from the door. There's a picture of this in the show notes, and it's very obvious that the house is not supposed to be there. In 1830, John Hollinsbury of Virginia extended the exterior walls of his home in an attempt to end people using an adjoining alleyway. I guess he was tired of people using the alleyway, making noise, leaving trash. This new structure was seven feet wide and 25 feet deep, but he should have worked a little bit harder because this actually didn't stop people from using the alleyway. Hmm. And the brick walls of the Hollinsbury Spite House, which is still there today, have huge gouges in them from wagon wheels scraping along the outside of this guy's house oh, trying wow. to use <laughs> trying to use the alleyway. And there's an article about it in the New York Times from 2008 that I've put in the show notes. It's it's a fun read. So I have another example of a family strife leading to a construction project dubbed the Skinny House. This four-story, 10-foot-four-wide structure in Boston was erected out of a dispute between two brothers who inherited property when their father died. One brother was away on military assignment, so the other built a large home, leaving just a narrow strip of land for his sibling when he got back. The spite house was built adjoining the larger house, designed to block daylight and the view from the home's windows. (laughs) It's like, I'll show you. The Richardson Spite House in New York City was built in 1882 after the owner of an adjacent property attempted to buy the land from Joseph Richardson. The buyer, a man named Hyman Sarner, apparently low-balled Richardson so badly that Richardson took it personally. Mm. He built an apartment building on the site measuring four stories tall, 104 feet wide, but only five feet deep. Somehow, he managed to cram eight apartments into that building. <laughs> I mean, New York real estate, you know, what, what are you going to do? Sadly, it was torn down in 1915. I mean, maybe today somebody in New York wouldn't mind a five feet deep, 104, <laughs> 104 feet wide apartment. That maybe seems like a bit of a, a luscious pad. That's narrower than I am tall. Yep. I mean, you could only lay down in one direction. <laughs> <laughs> like, at least you should have a bit of space. 104 feet is quite a bit of space. The Sam Key Building, built in 1913 in Vancouver, is the result of a citizen unhappy with the city's infrastructure. The city widened the street and took a large part of Mr. Key's land, who then built a 4-foot, 11-inch wide building on the remaining very small parcel of land. <laughs> we have some drama here, Mike. Oh, I love it. Many believe... The Sam Key building is the narrowest spite house in the world. But there's another contender, the Hindle building in Pittsburgh. It was built after a 1903 street widening project. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Hindle's neighbors had complained that his fruit selling business took up what was now the whole much narrower sidewalk. So he got to stick it to the city and to his neighbors by building this. Double spike. So here's the problem. The key building is four feet, 11 inches wide at the ground floor, but it has overhanging bay windows on the second floor that extend to six feet, Hmm. whereas this Hindle building is five foot two all the way up. So So I guess it depends on how you measure the building. Right. right. What's the building and what is it just an extension of the building? What is a building? So far, most of these spite houses have been small, but they don't have to be small. 
In the 1930s, a skyscraper was built to tower over Buenos Aires, named the Kavanaugh Building. It was the tallest building in Latin America when it opened. Karina Kavanagh had been the one to commission this project. She attempted to arrange a marriage between one of her daughters and the son of the wealthy and powerful Ancarina family. The family refused, so Kavanagh chose a very particular place to build her new building, a plot of land between their highly ornate home and a church that was built by the Ancarina family. So the Ancarina <laughs> family had this beautiful home and church, and Kavanagh decided, I'm going to put it in the middle. <laughs> put a skyscraper right in the middle <laughs> So it does seem like the history could be a little jumbled on this one. So I read another Wikipedia article that suggested it was Karina herself that was in love with someone in the Ancarina family and her engagement was not approved. Nevertheless, something of an engagement and a blocking of it lent to a blocking of a view uh, for the Ancarina family. The Kavanaugh building has since been classed as a historic civil engineering landmark and a national historic landmark in Buenos Aires. That's nice. Things can come out of heartbreak. It's a good-looking building. It is a good-looking building. It's a good-looking building, but it uh, it blocks another good-looking building from one other good-looking building. I want to end this with George Lucas. Good. Who wanted to construct a movie studio on land that he owned in Marin County, California. After years of pushback from the local authorities, he abandoned the plan in 2012 and instead built low-income housing. And he denies that he did this out of, out of spite to the wealthy residents, but a bunch of people think he did it to devalue their property. <laughs> Look, this is the man who gave us Jar Jar Binks, so... Anything is possible. Are you saying Jar Jar Binks was a Spike character? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) The only reason that that character would be created. You want a new Star Wars? I'll give you a new Star Wars. (laughs) See how how you like it now? Yeah. Oh, this is an interesting conspiracy theory that we started. Thank you to Jacob for sending this topic in. If you want to read more about Spite Houses, and we have some specific examples in the show notes, at relay.fm slash ungenius slash 142. There you can send us an email with your favorite weird Wikipedia topic, and it may go on the list and get picked for a future episode. You can also do that on Twitter. The show is at ungenius. You can find Mike there as I-M-Y-K-E. You can follow me on Twitter as I-S-M-H. Until our next angsty construction project, Mike, say goodbye. Cheerio. Bye, y'all.